Okay. So I want to give a think a thought as my final summary here on bad tour, good tour. All right. These are like my closing remarks. If you want to call it that. Um, first of all, whether or not you are, you think that the, you're a fan or not a fan, or you think that the ITF World Tennis Tour, that the WTA or the ATP, uh, ATP Tour is a bad tour or a good tour, it's, that's not the point. It's really not. I named this thing Bad Tour, Good Tour because oftentimes people speak from extreme positions or emotional places, okay? Extreme thought positions or emotional uh, positions, which just means, hey, you know, this is really bad. I feel really bad about it, so I'm going to respond in a certain way. Or it's good, I think everything's good, so I'm going to respond a certain way. If you think it's bad, you respond, you know, with fight. Hell no, we got to change this. If you think it's good, you kind of go along with things and make up excuses on, well, you know, it's not that bad. It's, you know, it's, it's better than it was, et cetera, et cetera. But that's not the point, guys. Here's what the point is. Somebody say, Jesse, what's the point? What's the point, Jesse? Okay. Whether you think those tours are bad or good is not the point. But what is, is at the heart and the hope of all of this is for there to be an outcome where you respect yourselves enough as professional tennis players to stand in agreement with each other. That's right. To stand in agreement with each other. See, I believe that you can find value and, and alignment in your core rights and your core beliefs. I do. I believe that. Okay. Now, <laughs> where you may differ is what you believe, meaning what your beliefs are. Okay. I once told a guy this. You just let me angle this a little bit about something else to give you guys an understanding a little bit. I told someone <clears throat> there are three things that you got to understand when you're trying to get to a place of action. Okay, in a good way for a positive outcome. And there are three things, almost the same three things, that'll lead you to um, some form of perverse outcome or negative outcome. Okay, so let me say it this way there's right believing produces right thinking, right thinking produces right action, wrong thinking produces. There you go. Wrong action. And why do we think wrong? Because if you believe wrong, well, damn it, you're going to think wrong. Okay? And, and I, I say it that way because if you come to me with a problem and you say, Jesse, Jesse, you know, I have a problem. I have a problem. You know, you, you, can, you probably can't solve it. You know, I've been thinking about it, man. I've been thinking about it. Hey, man, here's the deal. Here's the deal, Jesse. Uh, it's probably not a solution for it. I hate to bother you and waste your time. But, Jesse, is there any way you can help us with this tour situation? Can you, can you help me? Can you represent me? Can you, like, I have guys come to me all the time. Can you help my game? Can you do this? And I want to tell you, whether it's business, whether it's tennis, whether it's, you know, intellectual property, it does not matter. Here's what happens. 
when you guys started saying, hey, Jesse, Jesse, and I come to you and you've already told me, I don't think there's a solution, but I'll listen. I don't believe there's a way to get it done, but I'll listen. Here's what happens. No matter what I come up with, no matter what I think of, I can think of something right, but because you believe wrong, nothing that I say that is which is right is going to lead you to taking right action because you first don't believe. And anytime you're dealing with a, a, a tennis player's level of belief, oh man, it's a tough issue to get them to move forward. Some guys won't even go to the net because they don't believe. You can, they can think of the solution. You can come up with a blueprint, a game plan. But once they get out there, the belief shows through everything else. Their belief shows through everything else. It pierces through. It's the reality. It's the underlying cause of things. Again, right believing produces right thinking. Right thinking will produce the right action. Okay, so I, I, I hate giving so much attention to a solution when the solution is great, but the person you're giving the great solution to doesn't think much of themselves. So I want the players to get on board and understand that it is their right, each of you, to have representation. Have one association, players association, okay, that represents your interest. Most of you are bottled up and you say, well, man, I'm on the Challenger Tour. I'm, I'm just barely trying to get in Grand Slam qualifying. I'm just trying to make it, man. Now you want me to have this other whole nother type of fight? And I'm saying, hell yeah. Yeah, you need to have that fight, man. Now, maybe you don't spend a lot of energy, emotional energy, mindset energy on it, okay? But what you can do is simply stand in agreement. That's right. Standing in agreement, standing in alignment with your fellow brothers and sisters on the tour. I think that's what this is about. It's the brotherhood of the tour for men and it's the sisterhood okay, of the tour for women. That's what it should be about. Uh, top 10 player, actually. And I had a conversation on the sideline. We were in France and he um, mentioned that to me. He was like, man, it's a brotherhood. It's not a, we're not ganging up on each other, beating each other down like that. We go at it for entertainment value and to win. But at the end of the day, it's still, it's us. And I, I think if, if he could hear that, if you all can hear that and allow that to resonate through you, you'll understand why. Now, some people may say, well, we're trying, we're doing some things, Jesse, but, you know, when we decided to come together and get an agreement... You know, the tour countered us and came back with a response and said, hey, we'll just do some of these things for you. You don't need a form and, a, uh, you know, an association and do all of that. They talked us out. Then they told us we didn't have the right to do that. And I'm telling you that it will get a little messy, but it's OK. It's not your mess to clean up, but it is your mess to choose to find a solution by way of empowering other people to act on your behalf. OK, that means let's get the legal counsel. You guys come together. You'll get advisors to come to you and get it done. And I don't care whether you're on the ATP tour or whether you're on the ITF tour. Again, it's all the same. Representation is representation. OK, 
And now where we are with this, since I'm just breaking this down and giving you my little think of thought on it in my summary, let's move it forward. Let's pivot. I've talked about the pivot. I talked about let's have one solution. I think we all know what I mean on that one solution. And then we talked about marketing and sponsorship. Okay, that marketing and sponsorship that goes deep. And there's so much more I could say about that. Um, But again, I think it's best to kind of have a uh, kind of small group and one on one conversations with people and uh, feeling them out because it's much easier to offer relevant solutions to that because every each of you guys are on different levels and you have a, a level. Also, you're from different countries. Okay, so because of that, some things may be tricky. All right. There are a few uh, ideas and concept that can unify everyone, uh, whereby everyone can can benefit from that same a singular platform. But uh, because you are on different time zones and other things, it doesn't matter where you're from. It matters where you are at the time. That can make things a little more complicated. And so we can dig into that kind of stuff later. But uh, just know there is a solution for it, so that you can take action on it. Okay, <laughs> uh, right action is what I'm talking about. Um, and then we talked about prize money, which I know it's painstaking for some people when they can't make a living. And sometimes they result to betting and doing other kind of crazy things. And the Corruption Act kicks in and people get banned for life from the tour. And this is not some of this stuff isn't needed. Some of the solutions could be there. These are all symptoms of a greater problem. OK, when players start, you know, here, let me say this. During COVID-19, if you're struggling to pay your bills and you're not making any money, okay, something's wrong with your system. If you're a tennis player, unlike a football player who's getting paid right now, not playing, if you're a tennis player, unlike a basketball player or a baseball player who's being paid right now, and hey, they're not, they're not competing. If you're a tennis player, professional tennis player, and there aren't any kind of monies coming in for you, Come on, man. Got to change. Got to change. If that doesn't give you cause to pivot and say, whoa, let's change this whole thing up. We need people to represent our interest. Why go back into a bad relationship? It's like a hate to say it this way, fellas, but it's like a woman who's uh, escaped a bad relationship. And, you know, you've been out for about two, three weeks. And now you want to go back to the boogeyman. Come on, man. Stop going back into that crazy house. If you do go in there with some counselors and (laughs) some security guards and everything else and say, let's sit down and we got to talk. We got to change this up. But I refuse to to keep partaking in this pimp and hole like relationship where you just you have all the pieces and and you make all the decisions. uh, And it's not that I mind you making the decisions. It's just that half the time I agree with I, I agree. And the other times I disagree with it because it seems like you're doing all the gaining and I'm doing all the losing. Yeah, I said it. When things don't happen well for me, every life keeps going for you. I have to start over. When I lose, I'm unemployed. But when I lose, you're not unemployed. You continue. Something's wrong with that. You lose first round. You're unemployed. See you next week, Jack. See you next week, baby. Okay. So I think we can find commonality in those values. Okay. Aligning in the core rights and the beliefs. Now, 
let me just go ahead and jump forward to the end of this because I want to close this with good nature and good spirit. Okay. Guys, the economy overall in tennis, it seems like it's not that large from a particular part of the pie. Some of you all, I'm not talking about just focusing on the U.S. Open, the Grand Slams. Okay. I think that we have to look at the entire economy of professional tennis on the tour. I think that you all have to be willing to be as radical as it takes as players to change up and accept that people are not watching your matches in those stands at all when you're on the ITF and even on the Challenger Tour, they're not watching you. I'm not talking about the final. Somebody has coached and hoaxed people into thinking that it's okay as long as the end of the week is good. Okay? And they, they write down all these numbers. But again, you guys are playing matches at, at 1 p.m. And everybody's at work. You're at work. Your fan base is at work. Nobody, there aren't any ticket holders in the, in the seats. There's just lines crew and a couple volunteers. Okay? Some kids probably who took up homeschooling. And, and that's why they're around, floating around. Because they playing hooky from school. But otherwise, they're not there. They're not watching. So we got to change that stuff up. All right? You're not making any money? Well, you're not making any money because there's not a strong enough economy in tennis based on the opportunities for, uh, for companies to get involved. But if you came together as, as an association, players association, you would, from number one in the world, and I'm saying number one now, but I'm going to change it up in just a second, from number one in the world to number 1,000 in the world, be able to create a pathway of fairness so that everyone can eat. Everyone can eat. So that everyone can eat. I'm talking press down, shaking together, running over, kind of storing it up, kind of eating. You guys need to make good money. And your ranking, now I'm going to talk about the ranking of this. The ranking shouldn't give you a right to fairness. All right. So we have to make sure because these are my final statements. I'm going to say this just because the guy's top 10 or top 20, top 50 doesn't mean he's earned the right, the right to fair bargain. Everyone is entitled the right to fair bargain. Now, he may be privileged more. OK, which means he has a privilege. It's the difference between rights and privileges. OK, those top players may have more privilege and that's fair. But we need to make sure that we're separating privilege from rights. OK, because I'm not talking about equality here. I'm talking about fairness. Privilege and rights are two different things. The right to negotiate, the right to be able to make money, the right to be able to activate uh, sponsorships and relationships, uh, personal part partnerships, uh, patches through whatever it is, activate locally. Those kind of things, the player should be able to do that. OK, the right for your matches to be online and people pay per view or pay per click, whatever it is. Those are basic things. I find it weird and funny that Facebook can be a free platform and have enable everybody to be there for free and enable people who just have a side hustle or whatever you want to call it. Those guys can place an ad. Big companies can place an ad. Small individual people can spend money and place an ad. And every time it's whether it's impression or based on click, they make money off that. And I'm thinking, why is it that your platform can't be the same as a tennis player? That's some basic stuff you could do. 
very basic, fundamental, you should be able to do. Why don't we have that? Huh. I, I, I watch some of the challenger, you know, matches online. And I'm looking at these matches and I'm saying, so why don't they have like an advertiser and other people in this? So that every time someone looks at this and if I'm watching who name a player, Michael Moe or, you know, name another player who's fallen from grace or something like that. Um, uh, here, I'm going to name uh, Roy Smith. OK, I'm going to name um, anyone who's in that area, except for some of the college guys. I get it, it's kind of weird with them, but any one of those guys. They should be able, and I'm saying guys who get lucky, um, Liam, those kind of guys. You know, I, he's a tennis player out there. Shout out to him. I think he's trying to do some some cool things. I kind of watch him on social media. He's out there trying to do some things. He's trying to grind and hustle a little bit, create some ancillary revenue. Okay, I like that. Um, Italian player, plays for Italy, lives in the country, lives in U.S. But uh, Liam, he's out there. He's trying to create a brand and some other things. And I say, well, man. What if this guy just put his energy into getting three or four or five people to say, hey, we'll put up money like five grand or whatever um, each times five. And we'll put this money up to advertise it on your matches. So now when anytime somebody's watching you play, then that part of that money will go to you. That money will. And I say part of the money because there's another player there as well. Right. So. You should be able to find some kind of common ground and figure out the logistics of it, guys, is what I'm saying. And so that the the benefit for the partnership of sponsor and player can be win win instead of just a sponsor giving one of the players money and they don't get anything out of it. You can't measure it. There's no real metrics to to success. There's success for the player because they got a pocket full of cash, right? And they pretend to be advertising, but if nobody's buying or spending or converting to some extent as a customer for that other uh, group, then what are we doing? So you have to be able to measure it. And I got to be honest with you, from the Challenger Tour to the Futures Tour, those kind of tours are really, it's, it's easy to do it on those tours. Really easy to do it, okay? And again, if you can't get it done, then you got to fire those people, get them out and bring in people that can. If you want, let me know. I can skew it up for you. Those things are pretty easy to do. I don't understand why these very basic things that it's not a conflict of interest. It doesn't step on anyone's toes. OK, I mean, clearly, if you look at it, you can see some of the numbers there. That not a whole lot of people watching that stuff. Um, when I say not, it may be like 7000, 10,000 people. It's not a whole lot of people watching it. And if if they are. Okay, watching it, they're not watching for the banners on the backdrop on, um, you know, uh, online. They're not looking at those banners, banners in the backdrop. Matter of fact, a lot of times you can't even see it. Okay, so we shouldn't worry about that. But anyway, these are just my final thoughts. And I'm, I'm saying this as a counterpoint to bad thinking. I want good thinking out of you all. I want right believing, right thinking right action and I think the players can do that so anyway I'll leave you with that as my summary that I'm believing that in time this can change in short time I think this can change if you're an ITF player on the 
seeking to be on the panel and you're spending a whole lot of your time, more of your time trying to campaign than you are doing some fitness, than you are trying to work on your hand-eye coordination or your mental game. Come on, man. You're being distracted right now. If you're trying to, <laughs> to jock for a position of saying, me, 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 pick me, 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 you're falling for the banana in the tailpipe. You're, you're getting it wrong. And, you know, one player to another, I, I, my hope is that on the women's side, on the men's side, that you guys can understand that sometimes being in unity can sound better than it is. If you're in, a, in unity, make sure that you're also willing to listen to each other and advise your brother, advise your sister, hey, don't get distracted by what was meant to distract us. Don't become distracted by this, this what appears to be an olive branch. It is not. It's really a hand that's reaching out to grab you and yank you in to keep you from seeing things the right way and staying over. It's really a hand that's used to grab you and yank you in and pull you all apart. Don't be distracted. Don't fall for the banana in the tailpipe. This panel crap. If you want to get on it, get on it. But when you do, hopefully you will unanimously, you will come up with this, this obvious saying. We all agree on this panel that we want ITF to certify this other organization that we've created for the Players Association. And that this is the one body and association for the players that ITF, every tournament that's affiliated, associated with it, professionally speaking, and all of the other tours, including lobbying, if not already on board, the ATP and WTA, to respect and respond to it as the Players Association. And go from there. Okay, now obviously you say, Jesse, what comes first, chicken or the egg? Okay, what comes first? Building out the association, getting all the attorneys and the paperwork together, and then we just present it and say, bam, we have it. Or do we go beg for their acceptance and beg for their approval? Most people who don't understand how things are done, they might choose the latter, which is go beg for things and make sure you make headway and earn points with them first. You don't need to do that. You need to build it and then present it as this is what we're doing. Build it and present it as this is what we're doing. And don't become divided and broken up by saying, well, I just have a few easy things, uh, some low hanging fruit areas that I'd like to address. And it's like that's like that's the death of unity. Because you're so busy just trying to get your stuff out wanting to get a win, wanting to get some version of a win so badly that you'll do anything. You'll sell out the overall mission. You'll sell out the big picture for a small step. The big picture for us. Itty bitty small step. And you think that that's a battle that's leading you somewhere. Well, everybody who's trying to get on that panel, let me tell you something. There have been thousands of tennis players to come before you. And they have been equally as powerless as you. 
there have been thousands, thousands of tennis players professionally before you. And they all have had zero power, just like you. You on your panel, you're running to be on the panel, and you on your council. Sure, you may say, well, we have a couple things better than them. But imagine what the, how the NFL would look if, it, if they just said, hey, we have a couple things, a few things better. We have a few things better than the guys who had like leather kind of fake looking helmets. We have a few things better. We, we're wearing pads. They didn't wear pads. We have a few things better. You know, we... <laughs> there's a little pension thing that we have. Hey, come on, man. There's some benefits they give us. That's not enough. And those guys understood that. And they fought for it. It was overturned and they refought for it. And so I want you to know that you're going to have to fight for this. So if you're going to put some energy towards something... Put some energy towards the big picture so that you don't have to be in this situation ever again. Let's do something for someone other than just yourself. Do it for your brother on the tour. Do it for your sister. Do it for those who have not picked up the racket yet. Do it for those who are in junior tennis now trying, wanting to come up so that when they get there, the pathway, the pavement is laid out for them. It's better. And I think... Now is the year with all of this level of disruption. It's time to get this done. I hope you will join each other, even me, in supporting you to help you all achieve your very best. I'm available for commentary, questions, and so on. Reach out to me. These are my final words together with jessecooper.com. Thank you. For every player, boy, girl, man or woman, the athlete, we pride ourselves on winning inside the lines. Together with jessecooper.com.